0: Welcome to Catechesis, a production of Lewis and Broad Media. My name is James Goodlett. I'm one of the pastors here at First Presbyterian Church. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear other podcasts of Lewis and Broad Media, go to Lewisandbroad.org, including our flagship production, the Lewis and Broad Podcast. Season three is about to conclude. we got one more episode left, and we are recording Catechesis here on this Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. On the heels of a fantastic music festival. Listen to the Grange, a music festival to fight poverty. We had an unbelievable turnout. A couple hundred people showed up. Lots of money was raised for Circles of Troop County. I want to thank everybody who came out. And I can tell you, we are already... Starting to plan for the second version of Listen LaGrange. Be on the lookout. It's going to get big, folks. want to thank all of our sponsors. want to thank Pure Life Studios. want to thank First Presbyterian Church, and of course, Lewis and Broad, and Leighton Parker, who is in studio with me, as always, today. Fearless producer and director that she is. And I'm going to go ahead and pull Leighton Parker on the show right now. I told her I was going to do this. She said, nope, I don't want to be on the show. I said, yeah, you got to be on the show because I I want to ask you a question, Leighton. So come on, Leighton. So we have a bunch of high holy days in the life of the church. We have Advent and Christmas. We have Lent, Holy Week, Easter. Ash Wednesday, Pentecost Sunday, but do you know what this Sunday is? I don't. Well, I'm going to tell you what this Sunday is. Please do. This Sunday is called Good Shepherd Sunday. What would it look like, Layton, if we were to celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday like we did other holidays? What, what 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 could we possibly do in the sanctuary? Bunch of sheep? Like woolen pyramids? What would a celebration of Good Shepherd Sunday look like? Um, I don't know. People being nice to each other? People be well, yeah, but that's kind of any, that's any holiday, really. I I, I just wonder, I mean, would we, like Palm Sunday, with we have the palms, the palm parade. I mean, would we have a child come in with a shepherd's crook and a bunch of sheep behind him? All the kids can. Um, what do sheep do? Bah. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we'll do. That's it. Maybe that is what we should do. That can be the children's sermon. It could be. It. It absolutely could be. Now this week, our children's choir is singing, but. Yes, we absolutely could have. What if during the hymn sing, everybody sang it, but they were buying? I mean, seriously, I, I do wonder if we underestimate the potential of Good Shepherd Sunday. Googling it. Yeah, I'm sure you are. And there's a lot of history with Good Shepherd mm-hmm. Sunday, Fierce debate over whether or not to have it on the third Sunday or fourth Sunday of Easter. Grabbing the headlines with these debates. It's interesting to me that it happens in Eastertide. Why, why would this happen in Eastertide? It seems to me that we should stick with the resurrection stories. But right in the middle of Eastertide, we have Good Shepherd Sunday. I think that's really curious. And here's a theory, or at least it works for this year. Good Shepherd Sunday, the scriptures, which we'll get into in just a second, follow Last week's scripture, and if you were with us here on catechesis, you will remember that last week's scripture, last week's resurrection text, was Jesus' encounter with his disciples, especially Simon Peter, on the lake shore. And Jesus says to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And Peter says to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, what, what does Jesus say to him? Feed my lambs. And then the second time he says to him, Simon, do you love me? And he's Peter says back, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, tend my sheep. And then the third time, Simon, do you love me? And Peter gets his feelings hurt because this is the third time Jesus is asking this. Let's not forget that Peter had already denied Jesus three times just a short time before. But Jesus comes back with these three questions and again says to him, "Do you love me?" and Peter says, "Come on now, I you know that I love you." And then Jesus says to him, "Feed my sheep." And then after that, he says, "Follow me." So here we are the week after that scripture, and we have scriptures assigned to us by the lectionarians, one coming from the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter, verses 22 to 30, which will not be the focus of our worship this Sunday, but it is good to know because of of the day it is, the Good Shepherd Sunday that it is. And it's a story of Jesus being asked by the Jews surrounding him if he is the Messiah, to tell them plainly if he is. And Jesus answered them, I've told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. There it is. And Jesus goes back to this image. He returns to this image in John twenty one and his conversation with Peter. There is something about the shepherd image that sticks. And I was reading a commentary by a phenomenal professor of preaching. And a expert when it comes to the gospel of John, Caroline Lewis up at Luther Seminary. She actually wrote her dissertation on this passage in John 10. Wanting to reclaim it, she said. And she focuses on this notion that Jesus says in John chapter 10, I have told you And you do not believe. You do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. For her, the shepherd-sheep image isn't so much about a shepherd who keeps us in line. Who helps us walk the narrow path. The shepherd image for her is all about belonging. Jesus, the shepherd, doesn't want to lord over us, but Jesus, the shepherd, wants us to belong to him and him to us. He wants to be in relationship with us. He wants to connect with us with us he wants to love us and guide us it's easy it's tempting to fall into the trap of saying well jesus is all about us following the rules and sticking to the path but really what he wants more than anything else is relationship that's really what the church is about is relationship and community and that's what he wants and then when he says to peter at the end of the gospel of John, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, feed my lambs. He's saying, take care of my people. Because we all belong to one another. The church, the sheep fold, the herd, whatever you want to call it, isn't about following the rules and get it all right, it's about belonging to one another. Just as we belong to Jesus, just as we belong to God. It's not a bunch of legalities. It is a covenant of love. Jesus doesn't want us to be his sheep so he can simply save us from the world, from hellfire and brimstone. He wants us to accompany him. And I fear sometimes, especially in the South, that a particular theology is espoused. One that leans more heavily on the idea or the notion that you're either in the sheepfold or you're not. You're in or you're out like a country club that's not what this is about it's about the lord of all the universe wanting to be in a relationship with us as the shepherd is with the sheep now the scripture for the week is a very well-known one perhaps the most well-known scripture of them all psalm 23 and again the image of the sheep and the shepherd, just as I've already established as we, as we are encountered by it in, in John, it, it works here as well. Psalm 23, which I was reading another commentary, and they point out how, yes, this might be an individual psalm. But it's interesting how this particular psalm follows so closely Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It is one of the darkest laments in Scripture. And then immediately following that is Psalm 23, this psalm of hope, The psalm of abundance. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not need a thing. He makes me lie down in green, lush pastures to rest. He leads me beside still waters. Water, which was so often interpreted or was a sign of chaos and the primordial order of things. But here, these waters are still and calm and peaceful. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths. Not necessarily straight ones, but right ones for his name's sake. So that even though I walk through the Darkest valley or the valley of the shadow of death, like Psalm 22, I will have no fear because you, the shepherd with whom I am in relationship to whom I belong, you are with me, your rod, your staff, the things that are there to protect me, they comfort me. Even when I'm in the presence of death, you prepare a table for me. You anoint my head with oil that overflows. And then verse 6, surely goodness and mercy. I love how uh, surely can also be translated as only. Only goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Follow can also be translated as pursue. So only goodness and mercy shall pursue me. Only goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life. I don't know. Maybe we should celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday a bit more. Because in my opinion, it may not be your traditional resurrection text. That you would encounter during Easter tide, but it is a resurrection text because ultimately we all belong. We are all in relationship with the goodness and mercy of the Good Shepherd who pursues us all our days long and beyond. So I hope that some of your churches out there will have some woolen pyramids, or maybe dress your kiddos up as sheep. Whatever the case may be, it is a day worthy of being celebrated. That draws this episode of Catechesis to a close. Thank you again. For joining us. Check us out on Lewisandbroad.org and on social media at Lewis and Broad. Until next time, everybody, remember who and whose you are.